and I'm standing up for you. Arms for daily battle with three chords and the truth. Beating on this old guitar, been strumming since my youth. It never took me very far, but it always saw me through. Halfway through this lifetime, when I lose, I'm the middleman. Good evening, this is Doug from The Middlemen. We are short one uh, one player tonight. Uh, our friend JD is not feeling well, so he's home uh, recuperating. So it's just me, me and our uh, studio here in uh, Hickory, Pennsylvania. I think that's the first time we've ex- actually mentioned the town that we're broadcasting from. Actually, I'm close to Hickory. I'm in Cannonsburg, but... Hickory is sort of our topic tonight, and you'll see why here shortly. Right. Okay, we have a guest with us tonight. Our guest is uh, Miss Jessie Merkel. Jessie is a local, uh, well-known, I'd say a local athletic hero, and, and she'll explain some of that later little bit and uh, we have some questions about Jesse and just find out some things that uh, came up recently that um, I'm sorry they just concerned me so um, let me introduce Jesse like I said I, I've known Jesse basically her whole life uh, went to school with her mom I know her dad I know her grandparents very well so she's been a, a pretty close member of our family in a way so disturbs me to hear some of the things that I've been hearing. But anyway, we'll get to that in a little bit. Anyway, Jesse, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, this is the Middleman uh, podcast. I believe you've heard our first episode, so you sort of know what we're about. Um, I would like you to tell us just a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me on, first of all. I loved uh I love the first episode. It was great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I grew up here in Hickory, um, and I uh, played some basketball in high school, some track and field, and then I went down to Wake Forest for uh, track and field. I threw the javelin there and uh, stayed down there for a few years, and then eventually, two years ago, I believe, I moved back home to good old Hickory, and here I am now, and uh, I believe... One of the topics that we'll cover is that I am now running the uh, co-running the Hickory Apple Festival. Yes, yeah, that is something we're going to dive into. Um, explain to me, give us a little history of the Apple Festival. Uh, many of you out there listening, and probably a very large percentage of you, have never heard of the Apple Festival or the Mount Pleasant Township Volunteer Fire Department Apple Festival, the, the complete uh, title. Uh Tell us, uh, tell us about it. When did it start? Uh, who's who runs it? Who uh, who's done it for so many years? And uh, how did you come to take it over? So the Apple Festival started back in 1983, uh, I believe. Was that your senior year? That was yes. That was the year I graduated from high school. I thought so. So yes, yes back in 1983. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember who started it exactly, um, but it was just a fundraiser for our. Mount Pleasant Township Volunteer Fire Company, because um, it is a, a volunteer fire department, so it's just a good way to raise money for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for 17 years, my 
Pap took it over. So he ran it. He was the co-chairman for 17 years there. And that's how I came to know and love the festival. I got off the bus there when it was prep week and <laughs> would help make apple crisp and apple pies. And uh, I just mm. <laughs> I just grew up there and I love I it. It's, it's my favorite weekend of the year. I see. Okay. So what are some of the um, events that take place? I, I remember working there a lot when I was younger too. I must have been right out of high school. I probably started working there as a uh, volunteer. I think most people there are volunteers. It's a volunteer fire department. It involves many families in the neighborhood and the small town. Uh, I know civic organizations get involved. The schools get involved. There's marching bands. There's uh, country western bands. It's just a all-around good family fun event. How what what events um, what events do you remember growing up with? Like, what did you do as a child that that uh, was a lot of fun at the Apple Fest? Well, that's the great part about the festival is there's something for everyone. There was something for me when I was a little kid. There was something for me when I was a teenager, and there's a lot for me right now as an adult. And so just uh, everything from with kids, there are games. We have the apple pie eating contest. We have a clown. We have um, kids' entertainment shows. Uh, and then there's crafts. All of our crafts are homemade, unique uh, crafts. It's not just something you can go and find at Walmart. And uh, so that that's something that makes it really special, too, is just everything is very unique to the festival. So, you know, uh, Walmart is one of our major um, advertisers. <laughs> Nothing so. wrong with Walmart. Okay, okay. I just uh, want to make sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, okay, so what are some of the... I know when I go there, obviously, I, I enjoy the food. The food is probably one of the biggest things that people come to the Apple Fest for. There are... Many, many great, uh, and it's grown over the years. It started out very basic. I can remember there was bread, homemade bread, uh, bean soup. Uh, I can remember apple butter. I stirred apple butter a lot of years in the big copper kettles. Um, barbecue chicken was always a big one. Uh, and the infamous uh, pancake breakfast. Oh, my goodness. I, I used to make pancakes in the kitchen uh, and it was uh, quite the event. I would I would literally make probably two thousand pancakes in the course of a day or two. So it was it was quite the event. But what um, what foods do we have now? I, I probably didn't get to see as many as I would have liked, or tasted as many as I would have liked a couple weeks back when it occurred. But uh, what uh, what's the big seller right now? Big seller. I mean, there there are a lot that compete with each other, and that's one of the fun parts about the festival is our volunteers in the booths like to compete with each other, see who's going to make the most money. Because mm. um, the food is really our big, that's our biggest fundraiser. Sure. Um, you know, we have our fish room, which... Uh, it's like lives. an aquarium? No. Oh. <laughs> that's, what, uh, that's actually just what it's called. We don't even sell fish from there. It's just called the fish room. That's weird. It is weird. We'll get back to that okay. later, maybe. Well, that's where we sell like our main food, like the burgers, okay. pierogies. Um, but you can't buy fish. You cannot buy fish. There's no fish there. It's very confusing. Mm. Okay, go on. False advertising. Go on. Um, our I think our bread is one of our biggest sellers. No matter hmm. what time you get to the festival, uh, there is always a line for the bread because it's roasted in that a bread uh, line. A bread line. There's always the bread line. Hmm. Okay. No matter what. That is true. I can attest to that. I've seen uh, people line up 
and they have hailstorms. Yeah, they line yeah. up. Yeah, and there's a little clock, a little like one of those things that says like when you'll be back. Uh, you've seen them in in uh, store windows, you know, returning at such and such a clock, and it's just a little cardboard. They have one that like tells you when to come back when the bread comes out of the oven, and when that time rolls around, people will stand, they will queue up in line, you know, 150 people easily, you know, waiting for a loaf of bread. Uh, it is good bread. It's I mean, very I, good I, bread. Very good bread. What are some of the apple themed uh, foods? I would assume there are some. There are a lot okay. of apple themed foods. Um, my favorite is the apple crisp. I ah. love the apple crisp. Uh, we have that. We have apple dumplings. We have apple butter. Um, this is the first year, however, we did not have any apple pies. Mm, interesting. Wow. I, um, I knew that. Yes. I knew that. And I was going to bring that up, but since you've already breached that subject, let's go there. Okay. Okay. So it seems to me that's sort of a pretty much a uh, in an apple fest i would say that's a staple i'm sorry i don't i i don't remember too many years any years that i've been there or involved that they didn't have apple pies i remember that being a a town um sense of pride you know the women the older women the middle even the moms in the crowd would get together and make pies starting weeks ahead of time They'd freeze them, of course. You can freeze a pie and then and then bake it. And uh, they were delicious. Some of the best apple pie I probably ever had. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, th- that seems a little odd to me that there wouldn't be any apple pies this year. What about last year? Last year, yes, we did have. No, I, ah, well, ah, you I got almost me. got you. You got me. Last okay. year, we did not have a festival. That's right. And why was that? Last year, we did not have a festival, unfortunately, due to the uh, COVID the pandemic. pandemic, yes. Yeah, yeah. The pie pandemic. <laughs> yeah, pie pan. that's, what, yeah. that's what started it. Okay, anyway, let's, hmm. Wow, okay, let me uh, let me noodle on that whole pie thing for a second, because I, you know what, I smell something there, Jesse. I, not just crust baking or cinnamon, but I, I think there's something that we need to talk about. Hit me with it. Okay, your mom, for the sake of anonymity, we'll just uh, call her Sharon. <laughs> okay? Okay. No, you know, no, no last Love name, her. no last no name, last just... We'll just say Sharon. I believe for the last several decades, she has worked in some capacity at the Apple Fest, much like you and your pap and your grandma and and even your brother. He's there. I I know Jack, and I know he's there a lot. Um, This was the first year that I can remember that your mom wasn't there. You're right. She was not, unfortunately. So let me just say that again so it sinks into people. The first year in, let's see, since 1983, that would be about... This is the 37th Apple say, Festival? Yeah, 37. Not including last year, so right. this would have been the 38th This year. would have been the 38th if, if uh, China hadn't invented a virus. Uh, but, okay, so for 37 years, there's been Sharon, we'll call her, working at the Apple Fest. And for 37 years, there has been apple pies. Sharon at festival equals pies. Okay, got it. So 
there's sort of a correlation there, Sharon and pies. So Sharon doesn't show up. We'll talk about that in a minute. Why? But all of a sudden, now there's no pies. Did Sharon make like the, I would assume you guys sold thousands in the past. We did. We've sold thousands of pies. Over, you know, each year you probably sell, yeah. and you sell out, if I remember right, even that you'd make as many as you could, mm-hmm. and you would always sell, sell out. out by Sunday. Yes. So it's, that's, that's interesting. We'll just leave it at that. Interesting. Now, not that it matters, but the reason I heard that this Sharon, we'll call her, was not at Apple Fest this year was the pandemic that we just mentioned. The reason the, pa- the reason the festival was canceled the year before, Sharon came down with the, the virus. It's true. That, that is accurate. Okay. So we, we've established that. Yes. We know that. It's very unfortunate. It's, She's okay. Let's th- throw that yeah, out there. She's okay. doing great. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. Um, but what are the odds? Now, I'm not a mathematician. There's probably people out there that can figure this kind of stuff out and let me know. But a 1 in 38 chance that there are no pies... And a one in thirty-eight chance that uh, this woman, we call Sharon, is not there the same year. It just—it just seems astronomical, like one in a trillion. You know the odds. Maybe not quite that high, but pretty high. So there's some there's something fishy going on there. And there we go, the fish room. <laughs> this could tie back to the fish room. We'll see. This is the current Hickory conspiracy going around right now. Is that I right? I believe you might have started it, but it is it, it well, is being talked about. I will not only start it, but I will end it. Okay. I will get to the bottom of this. All right. So help me. This is um, this is serious. We're, we're messing with uh, a sacred tradition of apple pie. And another thing, this, this, it just, everything keeps snowballing at this point. Apple pie, when you think of apple pie, when I think of apple pie, I think of um, America. I think of all things that are good in this world. Mm-hmm. I think of hot summer afternoons with a scoop of ice cream and a plate of pie. And now I don't think that anymore. I get the feeling that by not having pie we're sending a message we're sending a message to the youth of this nation that america is is struggling just by the fact that you go to a festival at the harvest peak of harvest and you can't have apple pie that's that's wrong i'm sorry it's wrong and things like this need to end they really do and uh Anyway, that's that was just a little tangent that I wanted to explore. But let's go back. Maybe to... Maybe that's what it represents, though. Is America struggling? We did not have apple pies. Do you think it's a supply chain issue? Oh, we can get into that as are well. Are we? Oh. Are we? Are is there a container ship somewhere out off the coast of Los Angeles with ten thousand apple pies? Apple pies waiting to get shipped to hickory i can confirm there is not okay but 
there it's are a heck of an there, idea though. That's not a bad idea at you all. You could always blame. We them. did have mini apple pies for the pie eating contest. Oh, we did. So we had little apple we pies had little for the apple little ones. Pies, yes. So the little ones got apple pies. Well, adults did too. They can compete. Why wasn't this told to anyone? This was told to I would everyone. Have, I would have had one. I would I have competed. I looked at your wife. I said, Robin, it is time for you to compete in the apple pie eating contest. And she said, no. Hmm. I will verify that. I'll double check <laughs> that story. Um, okay. So we did have some form of apple pie. We didn't have mass quantities of... Correct. Of co- and it, of, it was not our baked apple pies as normal. Hmm. Okay. What did they use? This again, I'm kind of drifting away from the where I wanted to go with this, but what did they have instead of apple pie? There had to be some alternate. Mm-hmm. What could they what could they so get? So to make up for the loss of apple pies, we did make extra apple crisp because I, the, what is apple crisp? Apple crisp. Defi- define it to for me. It's um so it's you know, just it's more of a tray. It's a large tray and you get it by the slice and it's like uh, pizza. Uh, not necessarily. It's like square. It could oh, be a square pizza. Yeah. But uh, okay. so they're they're all apples, and you have like a nice crumbly, cinnamony, sugary topping on it. Oh. And it's that's what the crisp is, and it's so much better than pies See. in mine and a lot of people's opinion. Really? Yes. So we had more. We made more apple crisp to do that because it takes less energy, less work, a little now, less money. I, I worked at the information booth, which I provided. Very Which few we people. Your well, time. I provided very few people any good information at all. <laughs> Basically, my job was to point to where the um, the porta johns were. Yeah, that was a common question. Yes, that and where's the apple pie? A Did lot of people. That? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I would say at least three people the entire weekend asked me. Three people three. out of those thousands, three yeah. people. Oh my goodness. Yeah, how many people do show up at the Apple Fest on oh, average? I mean, if it's a good weekend, I would say it's probably ten to fifteen thousand. I would say. And what's the size of Hickory? How many people live in Hickory? Oh my, how many do? Probably like five hundred. Yeah. So the, in, in Hickory, Mount Pleasant Township's a little bigger, but actual Hickory, it's between I, I five think, and six hundred. I think for that weekend in October, first weekend of in October. I think Hickory becomes the third largest city in the in the state. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's we Philadelphia. have people from all over. We have a map that people pin. We've we've had Texas people. We Is had someone. Right? Yes, we had someone come from California this year. Just for the apple. Festival. Just for the apple. I bet festival. you when they found out and they saw that <laughs> there, there were no, no pies, pies, they were ticked. I bet they went home. We've had mixed reviews, you know, because people, I, I think pies are a hit or miss with some people, you know, but the other thing we had, we uh, introduced some donuts this year and yes, he, here's I why, had one. yeah, they're pretty good. They were mm, pretty good. Your brother was making them when I, when I had one. Was he? Yes. Yeah. The Merkels, uh, Merkels ran that booth. I'm very proud of them. Yes, um, but so with more apple crisp and introducing those donuts and stuff like that, luckily we still made just as much money without the pies, which was the goal. Mm. So I'm going to, I'm just going to stand behind that no pie decision. Are you, so it was your decision? Did it come down it was, to the It was the collectively co- between the co-chairman and the, uh, like the fire department committee heads, like the president oh. and them. Yes. There was a lot of thought that there was a point, where we were like, no pies. And then like a couple of weeks later, we were like, okay, we're having pies. And then no pies. So it was back and forth. It was it was not an easy decision. I will say that. So people were kind of bobbing up and down for exactly. apples. Yes. Pies. I, had a, I had more of a hard time with it because 
I was trying to separate the business decision and the nostalgic decision oh, of it because, yeah. you know, business-wise, we're trying to, one, uh, save money because this was a little modified festival because of the pandemic coming back from it. And we we're trying to make the best decision of, like, not having so many hands in the process, not risking a lot of people in yeah, one you don't room. Want a, you don't want a lot of hands in the pie. Yes, exactly, no. which it does That's, take a lot During of a pandemic, that is really bad. Yes, it's become a handemic. So <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> and but the nostalgia in me, getting off the bus, yeah. spraying the trays, having that community together, I wanted to have the pies. A lot of women, I remember my mom, she's passed on now, but she was uh I think a couple years she may have worked in the kitchen peeling apples. Mm-hmm. That was a you know, women would sit around and Kvitz and mm-hmm. and gossip. That's where they get the gossip. Yeah. I learned so much peeling apples. I bet. So that's that part of it I could understand is, you know, sadly missed. So you think going forward, this is a this is the we've seen the end of the pie era. I don't know if I can confirm that. I think I think going forward we can feel confident not having pies and being okay making it up elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um I, I would hope maybe to get that back. But luckily, we still have, since we make the apple crisp, we still have to peel. We still have that kitchen time. It's not as much, like I said, it's not as hands-on. But we can still get that it's, community. it's therapeutic. Very. You I know. love it. Yeah. I yeah. really do. Some, no, some ladies never, take off work for it. I've never um, peeled apples for a pie. Now, my wife makes a pretty good apple pie, and... and um, I would put hers up against oh, yeah? the most. But, D- uh, is it made from scratch or does yes. she use a box? Okay. No, no, I know no, her no. cookies are box cookies and I'm not okay with it. Wow. We'll cut that part out because <laughs> I know what will happen if, if she hears that. <laughs> All right. So do you see with this eliminating apple pies, let's say, and what's next to go? Like what, uh, what other apple... Uh, Hopefully apple treat. Nothing. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't Do you think... see this turning into a cherry festival or oh, a, no. a peach Apples festival? Apples are my favorite. I wouldn't run it unless it's apple. Is that right? Yes. We did have a, a problem with our apple dumplings this year, though. Oh, what was that? It was not our fault, though. I'm still I'm still fuming a little bit about it. This is the first it. I've heard of this. Have Really? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Fill I'm us s- in. I'm still fuming a little bit, so I'll try to, I'll try to tone it down. But because of this supply chain shortage... Oh. Our, yes. I was called on Monday before the festival. Festival's on Saturday. I was called the Monday before from our supplier, U.S. Apple, Foods. I'm going to throw you under the bus. Wow. I did. Another, another sponsor of ours. <laughs> <laughs> they called and said, we can't bring you anything you ordered. Anything. Anything. Like any of our festival food. So that entire week, we had to scramble to find every single thing that we sell and make and like all the, you know, because yeah. even though we make our own food, we still need the ingredients. Sure. And so sure. we eventually found someone to supply everything. However, they couldn't give us the quantity we needed. So we were short on apple dumplings and we sold out on Saturday. So half yes. of Saturday and all of Sunday. That was another common question at the information yes, booth. where are the dumplings? Yeah. It yeah. was a shame. Hmm. But- like I said, we still made, the great part is because so many people wanted to come, we still made a, a large, you know, we have a good amount of money to donate to the fire department. Is that where the profits go? It, yeah, 100%, proceeds, 100% yeah, goes there. The, exactly. So we almost matched what we made two years ago mm-hmm. before the pandemic with all the shortage. So mm-hmm. that was a good thing. Yeah, that's very good. I think it's a great cause. Uh, uh, 
like you said, it's a volunteer fire department. Uh, we don't you don't pay any of the uh, firemen, but you still have to have good equipment. Exactly. Uh, the uh, uniforms and, and the equipment that they wear into the burning houses and having adequate fire trucks. I sp- I suppose they still use fire trucks. They do. Okay. So, all right. Well, there's still some things that um, still just don't feel right to me, but I'm going to give you a pass on uh, on that. Um, let's... <sighs> The one thing I need to talk about is this Sharon character okay. again. Um, Love her. She's great. There's still some tie-in there. I, I feel like it's just too coincidental that she would pick one year not to be there, and that would be the year that there are no apple pies. I, I don't know if she picked it, though. Picked Did what? she pick it? Did she choose not to be there? Well, that's kind of where I want to take this now. See, I have here... A report. This is a medical report. I did some digging. I did some investigative journalism. Oh, is that why it says confidential? Yes, exactly. Um, This is the results of a COVID test. Mm. Okay. It it doesn't necessarily is Sharon's. It probably isn't. But there is a chance it could be, right? I mean, like anything, you never know it. Anything's 100%. Were you the one rifling through her trash? No. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just saying I have results of a test. Whether they're hers or not, I can't say. But the results, as you can clearly see, it says negative. It does. So if, in fact, it's hers, then there's a problem. If they're not hers, which is every likelihood they're not hers, because they're just, you know, I just got these somehow. Um uh, then that that speaks volumes in my mind that maybe she somehow faked her uh, illness so that she could somehow play a part in this conspiracy and not be considered a suspect. I, I don't guess know. Only time will tell. You know, next year rolls around. Yes, I know. We'll and see what happens. We'll keep it on the down low, just between you and me. And. Okay. And our thousands of listeners, uh, we will see what happens next year. Something to watch. Put it yes, on the watch list. I will. But uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you're very little to blame, uh, other than it was your final decision. But uh, I guess it financially made sense. It did Stand and it. you had a lot of uh, obstacles this year with the the problems with the supplies and and stuff like that. So. All right. Well, hey, Jess, um, just give us another little snippet of, I know we were, we're very proud of you in our family, just because we know you, that uh, you once uh, participated in uh, some pretty significant athletic events. I believe you and your family traveled to El Salvador. Yes. Is that the right? That's right. For the Pan Am Games? Yep. Tell us a little bit about that. That that sounds fantastic mm-hmm. and just a light, once in a lifetime thing. And I would like to know more about that. It was it was awesome. It was actually I was wrong. It was it's called NACAC okay. Games, okay. North American, uh, Central America, and Canada. 
is okay. uh, is who competes in there. So that was my uh, senior year at Wake Forest, and I went to the um, – 2016 Olympic trials didn't do my best but that's okay I was still there it was great um but I did well enough to make their I guess it was kind of like a B team to get to that NACAC meet so Mm -hmm. I still was on team USA got got the gear and oh you got all the swag I did yeah it's pretty great um so we went down to El Salvador to compete in the games down there and uh which it was great my family came down however El Salvador isn't the uh it's not the safest country. Really? So, so they say. Um, huh. So I got I down ne- there. I would have never guessed yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, we got down there and we had a, we had guards with like machine guns guarding our hotel, which, yes, makes you feel safe, but also very unsafe. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So unfortunately. I mean, I have to have machine guard, uh, machine gun guards outside my house just, just now because of our celebrity here now yeah but yeah i can understand you know in a, in a foreign country like that mm-hmm. of course most of the people there are now heading north the united states now so it's probably a lot safer there now it, it might be i don't know yeah. but it was so i on it i actually didn't even get to see a lot of the country because we i saw our hotel lobby and i saw the track and my family in the meantime went hiking to a volcano wow. and they went to all these places and then they would come to my hotel and tell me about it because i wasn't allowed to leave so it was a little more of a trip for them, wow. but um, it it was great. I got to compete there. I got third, not bad. Um, oh, third's great. It's, it's great. It's not first, but it's okay. Um, wow. So that that was that was a good time. That was actually my last meet I ever competed in. So to end in a USA uniform, yeah, was very fortunate. Yeah. And that's something you can keep forever. And exactly. Wow. Well, that's great. Oh, well, um, I think we're going to start to wrap it up here. I, I want to thank Jesse Merkel for coming down and sort of straighten me up on Apple Fest and answer a few questions. Uh, I think there's a few more we need to investigate, and maybe we'll re- revisit this in an uh, updated uh, session, an updated episode. But anyway, that's, um, that is the middleman for tonight. Uh, we will, uh, we'll be dropping this episode, uh, probably tomorrow, uh, which would be Sunday morning and you can find it on all your favorite, uh, podcast, uh, providers. So this is Doug and Jesse. We missed you day, JD. Yeah, we missed you JD. Hope you feel better. And if I could get the music to play here, we'd, we'd, uh, intro out with the music, but uh, I don't know where. Just sit here. It's yeah. Okay. okay. We'll fade out, and uh, we'll catch you all next time on the Middleman.